This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today's episode is Your Habits Are Your Habitat. Today, I'm going to share with you why the things that you're doing every day are creating the world in which you live in and what you can do about it to live a more fulfilled life. So much like always, I have to start with a story. And the story I want to tell you is actually not from that long ago. You see, I used to pride myself, even as recently as six months ago, on living this very strict, very disciplined lifestyle. I absolutely had to be up at 4.30 every day. It was a habit of mine. If I was up by 4.30, then I could meditate, journal. Actually, it was meditate for 30 minutes. It was journal for 30 minutes. It was drink a green smoothie. It was send a note of appreciation to my wife, telling her I loved, honored, and appreciated her. It was send the same type of message to my daughter, bonus daughter, Gianna. It was read a business-minded book and then figure out a way to share it and implement it into my life. I truly believe that those four pillars, those habitats or habits, are creating a great habitat for me. I also was doing something called the stack at that point in life which is 30 questions to help reframe the possibility of a negative situation into a positive. And I truly would eventually feel shame and guilt if something changed and I didn't wake up at 4.30. Occasionally, it might surprise you, but our bodies need a reset. We need a recalibration. I mean, think about yourself right now as you're consuming this. How many hours you have worked this week? All the mental stress you've went through, going to the gym, working your your job, maybe taking care of your family and your kids, spending time with your, your friends. It's a lot. And occasionally we need that shutdown, right? I mean, I know I do. But from that place of a shutdown for just a moment, I was riddled with guilt, anxiety, shame. Because the way that I was taught and the lessons that were instilled upon me said, if you deviate from this plan, if these habits aren't adhered to in a strict fashion, you are wrong. The only way to live is this specific way. And I loved it. It served me for a really, really long time. Those habits are still core pieces of who I am today, just in a slightly different order, a slightly different time. But I'm going to get to that. You see, these habits that I had in every morning, these rituals that I practiced, plus going to the gym, right? I shared, I box. I go from boxing to, to lifetime and lift, functional training. Then I would come to the office by 10 or 10.30. All these things are wonderful. To be up from 4.30 till 10.30 and have that much done, I knew that in that six hours, I had achieved more than most people, than most likely you have achieved all day long. I understand by saying that it might trigger some of you. Like this is not a comparative measure, but also at some point it is. And I say that because if push came to shove and we were in a business negotiation, a conversation, a closing conversation, or I'm showing up to help you in my coaching business, I know that I have to be able to outperform the person I'm across from. And I was doing that for me because I want to show up more present than I ever had before. But this strict way of living, this strict set of habits that created shame and guilt if I did not finish them and complete them in a timely fashion, trickled into the habitat in which I was living. I truly believe that how you do one thing is how you do everything. I say that to my clients. I'm sharing it with you. 
I share it inside of our family, right? Like our, our rituals, our patterns are consistent. But from this very place, I became sedated. I became sedated by checking off the boxes because if I didn't check the boxes, I was bad. Think about you right now. Think about where if you don't do something that you know you should do for you, whether it serves you in the moment or not, where you feel shame and guilt and ultimately feel what I would refer to as badly. Probably a bunch of different places. So this strict way of living every morning and checking these boxes and feeling good about myself then was carrying into when I would get home at night. Right? Like, Worked a full day. I worked from 10.30 to 6.30 or 7. I would drive home, be home by 7.30. And I'm hoping for the house to be clean in a very specific manner. I'm hoping for it to be clean in a specific manner that I admittedly am helping 0% to create because I'm so focused on what I'm doing for myself. And when the house isn't picked up in a certain way, I get internally anxious and frustrated. It's almost like that same shame and guilt feedback loop that had existed prior to me leaving the house if I did not complete my daily ritual. And so I go from that into dinner and things having to be a certain way. And then if Gianna's not in bed by a certain time, and although I might not have verbalized all of these internal conflicts, the conflict still existed nonetheless. All these conflicts actually started arising because of the habits that I had created. They're also the habits that were instilled upon me. Because these habits were now creating the habitat in which I was living my life in. Where there was no off switch, it was push, 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 go, 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 hustle and grind. And although certainly I made time for date nights and a little bit of time for myself and things like that, the release valve was never fully being pressed down. The habitat that I was living in was not going to serve me long term because I was going to burn myself out. You know how I know that? Because I burnt myself out. Because training for two and a half hours a day, spending seven hours a day, if not more, one-on-one with clients, getting to share time and space with you in an incredible fashion on this podcast, at that point running a CBD business, at that point running a marketing business, there was nothing left. And so as much as I preach and push forward that you should take care of yourself first, although I love building and I love creating, I was putting myself last. The habits that I created, I became a slave to. It's crazy to say it out loud. But I had started to become a slave to my own life. Think about you. Think about yourself right now. Where are you a slave to what you currently have structured? Why are you slaving away like that? You know you deserve better than how you're living, so why don't you pause for a second, such as I did, and recalibrate and find that balance point? You see, I realized at some point after doing a few hundred stacks in my life, there's only so many things that make me mad. And I can stack about the same thing two, three, four, five times. And almost every time, the same or comparable gift comes out of the backside. So instead of going through the motions and knowing I'm just going to stack about it the next day, I would pause for a second in the moment and start to realize the gift that's already there. Because the gift is abundant and it's endless. 
So I can start to experience that in the moment. I can go from mad to happy as quickly as I can snap my fingers. Because the things that trigger me, the things that frustrate me, I had already done before. I'd already stacked them a hundred times. So the only time I need to stack then is when there's something that's new, when there's a new triggering event or to make sure I don't have rust on my stacking ability. Same thing as it pertains to reading. I enjoy reading. I love reading. I heavily encourage you, if you haven't taken a look at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, his quick reading course, I implore you to. It's incredible. My average reading speed has went from 440 words per minute up to 820 words per minute. What that means is I'm able to read essentially a book every two to three days and retain the information. I share that because I wish that same gift for you. I haven't had Jim on the show yet. I'm looking forward to doing that. I don't have an affiliate link for you. I just know the process and the program works. And so I figured out that in the morning, I should probably consider some new opportunities. From this red strap that I wear called a WHOOP, W-H-O-O-P, I started realizing that I was deficient in sleep, that I could look at my performance from Monday until Friday, and it was dramatically decreasing every day. My heart rate variability was dropping. The calories that I was burning were increasing. My resting heart rate was going up, right? All the key performance indicators for living a life that's full of stress were present by Friday. I had to make a change. In making that change and creating new habits for me, I realized that my day actually truly has to start with how much sleep I get the night before. So I'm going to ratchet back my time to bed. I'm not going to go to bed at 10. I'm going to look at 9.30 or 9. And instead of being so steadfast at 4.30, what happens if I push to 5 or 5.15? The answer is nothing. Nothing other than I sleep better and I have more energy throughout the day so I can show up more present. What then happens if when I meditate, I hack the meditation? What if I use the Choose Muse or the David device with the CES machine attached to it? What if I can be in a sauna at the same time? What if I can use light treatment to alter my state of consciousness and force me deeper into that theta state and I can take 30 minutes of meditation and shrink it down to 15? That buys me more time. What if occasionally I switch from a fresh green smoothie to a powdered smoothie drink? It saves me more time. My life doesn't end. I'm still doing things that serve me in the moment. I'm always going to send the note of love, honor, appreciation because there's nothing more important in my life other than me. I'm the most important. I would encourage you to be the most important person in your life. Other than myself, my wife and my daughter are the two most important things in my life. Everything else can burn down tomorrow and I'll be fine. My why is me, Lindsay, and Gianna. So they're always going to get their notes of love, honor, and appreciation. But what I did was take reading a book and realize if I went to bed at around 9 and I put on some red light glasses and I sat in bed and I read the book From 9 until 9.30, a half hour of pure unadulterated reading to get my mind into that state, to also start to induce theta, that also helps then your subconscious start to process things through in a different manner, because you're reading it right before bed, 
combining all these things together, now all of a sudden, my new habits, my new patterns, my new daily life is based around me. The habitat that I want to live in has less stress. The habitat that I live in has less structure. The habitat that I want to live in has to serve me, and the version of me today is different than the version of me six months ago. Why is that, you might ask? Because I've consistently worked on myself and will consistently continue to work on myself. Through going through Robbins and Madowski training to some of the the Bulletproof and Human Upgrade Institute's training, more books I've read, more things I've been through, more plant-based medicine, these boxes keep getting checked and I start realizing like, man, these habits that I've created, although wonderful for the time in which I created them, I needed them to be who I am today. I can recalibrate and look at these habits to create a habitat for myself that feels better. The same way I'm going to encourage you to do. What is your morning ritual right now? Do you even have one? Are you running around full speed or are you able to relax and keep your endorphin levels low and allow your cortisol to remain dormant? Like, What are you able to do for yourself to springboard you into being successful for the day? And then more importantly than that, what is your nighttime ritual? What are you doing to wind down into bed? I have some clients, and when we started together, they said they could not go to bed before 1 a.m. I love it, right? It's your life. Do what you want. But be honest with me. What do you do from 9.30 until 1 a.m.? I watch TV. I eat junk food. I try to relax. I look at social media. I say, okay, so what do you do that's productive? Well, I'm just unwinding. Okay, so what if you took the electronics out of your room? What if you took the TV and you turned it off? What if you picked up a book, turned on the right light, maybe wore some glasses? And what if you started shutting down at 9.30? What would happen? I don't know. Let's try it. Magically, we start going to bed by 10.30 or 11, and we're more productive during our day because the habits that we've created have created a different habitat for us. All this has come from creating an initial habit and realizing I have to test against it. Because my initial habit didn't get me to where I want to get to, and that's living a life in which I get to enjoy my own time, time with my wife, not feel stressed, still produce at an incredibly high level, and make an impact in 125 million people's lives. It just comes from realignment. And there's nothing wrong with, there's no shame in realigning. It's actually divine in its own right. I had a conversation with a friend of mine today, Cody Jefferson. In that conversation, we both came up with the same ultimate synopsis of the end. All of us want to live a better life. If you are consuming this podcast, it's because you want something greater than you currently have in your life. You know it inside. But yet there's a good possibility you have not yet taken action on it. Taking, listen to the podcast is some sort of action. I want you to continue to do that. Take all from me you can possibly take. But there's coming a point in your life, whether it's in the back of your head or in the front, whether your friends understand it or not, where you know it's going to take some sort of investment in yourself to get you to somewhere new. Now, that investment doesn't have to be with me. I, I truly don't care. There's a bunch of different coaches with a bunch of different options. Take them up on all of their services. 
but the habits that you don't know that you need can be created with the help of someone that already has them, and that allows you to springboard into the area where you can decide what serves you and what doesn't. You owe it to yourself to be the best version of you more days than not until you can be the best version of yourself every day. But the crazy part is, as you look backwards, you realize the best version of yourself yesterday won't be good enough for today. You're going to have to become better to continue to rise and produce at the level you're capable of. And production does not only mean monetary. Production means the way you're producing inside your body, how you feel stable and balanced. Production means how you're showing up inside your spiritual realm with either connection to God or a higher power. Production means how you show up for your family so that you have a legacy and something to live by. These are things that are important. These are the most important things in my opinion. So I'm begging to take the action that you've wanted to take for so long and invest in yourself. I said, you can ask me. There are 20 or 30 different coaches that I know that are incredible men and women that would be honored to spend time and space with you. It does not have to be with me. But you owe it to yourself to create the habits, to own the habitat that you actually want to live versus the story you tell yourself of remaining stuck because of a variable that you can ultimately control. I say that because if you don't like your job, you can change it. If you don't like where you live, you can change that too. If you don't like the car you drive, the clothes you wear, the girlfriend or boyfriend, the husband or wife you have, you can change all those variables. It's a story in the back of your head that prohibits you from growing at the capacity you're capable of. So where in your life right now are your habits not equating to the habitat that you want to live in? Is it the habitat of your body and the fact that the habit of how you eat, when you eat, what you put in your mouth, and when you do or don't work out, is that what's keeping you stuck? If so, what are you going to do about it? Maybe it's your relationship as a whole. Maybe the habits you have of showing up half-ass for your partner is finally getting to bite you in the rear end. You're on the brink of either divorce or separation. Parting ways with someone you've been with for quite some time. Is it finally now time to start creating the habits to build the habitat of the relationship that you ultimately desire? And what about business? What are the habits you have inside your business that are serving to get you from where you're at to where you want to arrive to? And those habits that you have or don't have, are you deploying them on a daily basis? Because what I found is, as you create habits that serve you in every moment of every day, and you apply them daily, you're consistently able to get shit done. 